Welcome to The Hammer, where we hit the nail on the head with insights from the world of Canadian renovation and custom home contracting. Now here's your host, the editor of Canadian Contractor Magazine, Patrick Flannery. Hi everyone, I'm Pat Flannery. Today we spoke with Ruth Talbot. She is the Senior Director for the Greener Homes Initiative at Natural Resources Canada, otherwise known as NRCAN. Uh, the Greener Homes Initiative was the rebate program announced in the uh, fall economic statement uh, last year and mentioned again in the federal budget uh, at the start of this year uh, that uh, gives homeowners in Canada uh, rebates for energy efficient upgrades to their homes, uh, windows and doors, insulation, uh, HVAC systems, uh, different things, solar energy. Uh, a number of different uh, things that uh, they can get rebates for. And uh, it represents, uh, I think, an opportunity uh, for all of us to uh, get out there and, uh, and make some sales uh, based on uh, eligibility for these projects. Um, the, uh, obviously, the, the Greener Homes Initiative is uh, uh, part of this larger uh, effort to uh, meet the Paris Climate Accords. Uh, and uh, it's the, basically the way that uh, the federal government has landed on how are we going to upgrade uh, Canadian homes to be more energy efficient, uh, even if they're already built, already renovated. Well, the rebate program is the answer uh, that they landed on. So Ruth and I have a really great conversation uh, all about the program. She gives us lots of detail, um, how, uh, how uh, uh, different projects would qualify for the program, uh, a lot of discussion, uh, importantly, about the need for uh, an Energuide advisor to be involved uh, to do both a, a pre-evaluation uh, and then a post-evaluation to make sure that uh, the right things have been installed and everything has been met, um, and, uh, and talking about uh, how homeowners can apply, and just a, uh, a general look at, uh, at, at how this program works and, and how it might work as an opportunity uh, for all of us out there. So uh, please enjoy my conversation with uh, Ruth Talbot from the Greener Homes Initiative at NRCAN. Well, I'm here with Ruth Talbot from NRCAN. How are you doing, Ruth? I'm doing super well, and yourself? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. It's, uh, it's, it's great that you could join us uh, today. You did, a, you did a great presentation on the Greener Homes Initiative uh, for Fenestration Canada, but I wanted to, to recap it here and, uh, and possibly, uh, possibly expand out even what we're talking about a little bit. So uh, I'm glad you could join us. Can, can we start out, just give, your, give a little introduction of yourself and, uh, and what your role is there? Sure. So my name is Ruth Talbot, and I'm the senior director responsible for the delivery of the Canada Greener Homes Grant Initiative here at Intercan. So I work in the Office of Energy Efficiency in the low carbon energy sector. And generally speaking, in the Office of Energy Efficiency, we're responsible for all sorts of uh, policy and program development as it relates to improving energy efficiency across the economy. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I know uh, I know Enercan's been involved with that at a, at a, at a bunch of different levels. Uh, there was the whole uh, how, how is this related to the green to the roadmap thing we heard of the market transformation initiative? Is there is there some kind of is is this like the outcome of that? Um, I think in some ways we've used a lot of the information that we gained out of the market transformation roadmap to really inform the grants that we're providing under this initiative. 
But I think there's lots of different initiatives that really kind of come together um, and provide good policy direction for this program. Okay, cool. Because I mean, we've been talking about this market transformation thing for a while. A lot of my listeners have been on the various boards and and consultations uh, involved with it. So, uh, so I just I, I just wanted to tie that in. So, give us the give us the big picture. Um, um, generally, what is the Greener Homes Initiative? What are we What are we talking about when we talk about that program? Great. So, um, so I think first and foremost, our government's Canada Greener Homes Grant Initiative will help Canadians make their homes more energy efficient, certainly support Canada's environmental objectives, and also create jobs in our in communities across the country while making homes more comfortable and affordable to maintain. So I think as everyone's heard, the Canada Greener Homes Grant Initiative will provide up to 700,000 grants of up to $5,000 each for energy efficiency retrofits, which will all be supported and informed by an Energuide evaluation. And under this initiative, we're also providing um, up to $10 million to support the recruitment and training of new energy Energide energy advisors to meet the anticipated increased demand because you know we'll need to take undertake lots of Energide evaluations across the country and we'll need more folks to do that. So the first step in this process really is for Canadian homeowners to register in the program portal, which can be accessed through our website. And that's where they'll provide key information about themselves, including their name, their address, the proof of ownership of their home, which is usually provided through the tax roll bill, and also their proof of residency, Um, So they have to reside in the home. It has to be the homeowner who's applying. So usually that can be provided through a government issued ID, such as a driver's license. So once all that information has been entered in the system and in the portal, um, homeowners will be asked to choose a service organization who will assign an energy advisor to that homeowner for the purposes of undertaking the the required Interguide evaluation. So once that pre-retrofit evaluation has taken place, um, the homeowner will get a re- what we call a renovation upgrade report, and that will include all the information that the homeowner will need to sort of choose what they'll do, what retrofit measures they'll undertake in their home to improve the energy efficiency, the resiliency, or even take advantage of some of the solar rebates that we're providing under the program. So, um, so in, a, in order to take part in the program, at least the homeowner will have to undertake at least one of those retrofit evaluations. And, and once, once they've undertaken their retrofit measure, um, the homeowner will have the energy advisor come back and undertake the post-retrofit evaluation. And once that post-retrofit evaluation has been undertaken, the homeowner can then go in uh, to the portal and upload their receipts and receive reimbursement for all the great work that they've done. Hmm. Awesome. Just before we get into exactly what qualifies and what doesn't, or or at least a, a, a broader view, I know I know it's, it's hard to answer <laughs> exactly uh, because there's there's a lot of criteria. Uh, but um, I, I want to touch on the Energuide evaluation. So it sounds like most of this is being channeled through that Energuide, Energuide advisor. Um, um, to, I guess go a little deeper for me on, on exactly how that's going to work and, and, and what, what sorts of things they're, they're going to be looking for and how much control I guess they have over, over this grant being issued. Sure. 
So, so the idea there is that the Energide evaluation is carried out by an energy advisor who is registered with Natural Resources Canada and who is a representative typically of what we call a service organization. So uh, when, when the energy advisor arrives at the homeowner's home um, to undertake the evaluation, they will have the homeowner consent um, to have the, the evaluation undertaken and they will have them sign off on a homeowner consent form. Okay. So before, before getting started, the energy advisor uh, will review with the homeowner the scope, the intent, the approximate duration of the evaluation, along with some general data collection processes. Um, the energy advisor will take photos of the outside portion of the home, the mechanical systems, the attic space, and any wood-burning appliances if present. So the evaluation um, often begins at the exterior of the home and then moves on to the interior. Uh, the energy advisor will measure and collect data about all elements that impact the energy performance of the home. Um, and the data that's typically collected by the energy advisor includes things like the, the level of the home's air tightness, which is typically established, which is established through a blower door test. Um, the energy evaluator, energy advisor will um, measure the insulation levels of the walls, the ceiling and the basement, the number and type and location of windows and exterior doors. Uh, the size and efficiency and ratings of the home heating and home cooling and, and water heating equipment and any information about any ventilation equipment in the home and any other general information that might help inform uh, the assessment around the home's energy performance. So this is also an opportunity while the energy advisor is there for the homeowner to really talk to the energy advisor about what they plan to do to improve the energy efficiency of their home. So at the end of that sort of pre-evaluation process, um, the homeowner is provided what we call the Energide rating and the label for the home, uh, a homeowner information sheet, and also the renovation upgrade report, which will really inform what the homeowner should be doing to improve the energy efficiency of their home. Um, and that, that uh, when you talk about control, so the renovation upgrade report will also be used as a, a basis to inform which grants, which of the grants that homeowner is eligible for, because the program will really be looking to ensure that all the eligible measures are present in that renovation upgrade report. So, so this is really to ensure that homeowners are taking advantage of those grants that are really gonna help improve the energy efficiency of their homes. Okay, cool. And okay, so you have to do a blower door test. And it sounds like basically a lot of what you do in a home inspection, uh, buying a new home. So we're talking probably at least a couple hours, right? Uh, that they I would think so, you know, and it, and it usually typically depends on, you know, the archetype of the home. So so what type of home it is and, and how complex it is, but, it, but essentially what the um, energy advisor is doing is just trying to get a global picture of, of what that home looks like, what kind of openings it has, and um, some information on the heating, cooling uh, systems that it already it already has as part of the structure. Mm -hmm. um, because really what they wanna focus on is ensuring that they can really ensure that, that the building envelope is tight um, and that any improvements that are recommended as part of the, the heating and cooling system really benefit the overall home. Right, right. Um, 
now so it sounds like the the, the involvement of uh, of of any uh, any contractor or or anyone uh selling windows and doors or anything like that wouldn't really go beyond um at this stage telling people about the program and um i, I guess helping them through uh contacting a service provider for the evaluation right that's 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 basically as far as they could go with any of that. Well, I mean, I think I, I think the, the the way the product suppliers really play a great role, I think marketing is certainly one of them. And I think um, as part of that, what we really want to have um, the product suppliers do is really guide the, the homeowner towards the portal mm -hmm. because it's really through the portal and through that registration process that they will be guided towards the service organizations that will undertake these inner guide evaluations because you know, we want we want to ensure that first and foremost that homeowners are registering with the program so that they can sort of benefit from from everything that they can as as part of the way that portal's been structured to really guide the homeowner through their journey through the program and that they get all the information that they need to um, to really understand what's going on within the program itself. Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. It's that 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 makes the most sense for sure. Um, as far as service providers. Um, uh, what kind of access do we have there? Uh, do you have an, a rough idea of how many there are across the country? Uh, how, how available are we going to, because I know there was something in there about having to train <laughs> quite a lot of guide yeah. advisors to meet the likely demand, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's a, that's a fantastic question. So I think today we have um, some approximately, you know, 800 or so energy advisors across the country. We know we're probably going to have to train um, upwards of another 2,000 to ensure that all homeowners can gain access to, you know, to the program over the next six years. Um, the key there, I think, really is that, you know, in, in jurisdictions that have had programs like this in the past, they, they do have, you know, a robust amount of service organizations and energy advisors available. But it's really in those areas like, like the prairies in Newfoundland, Labrador, and, and certainly the north where we do need to increase the capacity of energy advisors so that we can ensure that all Canadians can benefit through this program. Cool. Okay. Yep. That makes 2000. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be busy kids. If you're listening, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> there's jobs out there in, uh, in uh, home energy evaluations. <laughs> there you go right now. And we're certainly seeing a lot of interest in this. And, and I think yeah. it really points to the fact that as we move towards net zero, you know, by 2050, that there's a lot of new new jobs that that people should be considering as part of that green economy, right? So I think this is this is getting us on the path to all those types of jobs that you know people may not have considered um, you know 20 years ago that are certainly going to be part of the future. Yeah, yeah, definitely, a, definitely a growing sector there. Um, let's talk a, a little bit about specific components, and and I realize like I've seen the charts. I, I know there's a lot of ifs, ors, if thens, as far as what's actually required. Um, but I, I guess if, you know, as much as we can encapsulate a couple of things, um, uh, win windows and doors, uh, uh, what are we looking for? Or I, I guess I should say, what levels are we looking to get to as far as the efficiency to start with on, on say, windows and doors? Yeah, so I mean, I think I think what we're looking at there is really um, building on the Energy Star certification process. So, uh, as I think you're you're aware, that Energy Star certification process, um, you know, requires continuous improvement over time. So, I think what we're looking to ensure through this program is that um, you know 
suppliers continue to, to keep up with that system and that that system will be used as the basis for, for doors and windows that are eligible under this program. So the program will generate you know, an annual list of, of those windows and doors that will be eligible under the program. And it will be through that Energy Star certification process that we update that list. Okay, so as far as components are concerned, you're 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 going to be looking for Energy Star. Now, if you got a an Energy Star rated door, though, for instance, would you read would would the advisor be redoing the blower test after installation then to make sure it was it was still tight? Is that how that works? Absolutely. As part of the post retrofit evaluation, um, the energy advisor would would undertake a second blower door test um, just to ensure, like you said, that that all the changes that were made to the home. Are, uh, and the energy improvements that those generate are, you know, are are being seen through the the second energy assessment of the house after okay. the retrofit's been undertaken. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, why reinvent the wheel, right? You got energy <laughs> right there, and uh, yeah, go yeah. and go and go and yeah. use it, right? And yeah, so that exactly. So that post retrofit assessment is really is really to ensure that um, we're seeing the energy improvements that were anticipated as part of that renovation upgrade report. That's going to be very interesting <laughs> to see. <laughs> we'll see how that works out, but it, it, you know what? It'll, 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 it'll there'll be an improvement for sure. Um, HVAC systems, uh, I believe, also get Energy Star ratings, right? So same, same idea there. You, you go with Energy Star. Well, I, I think we. It's a bit more complicated on the heat pump side of things. So what we have done is we've developed a list. Um, a, a list of qualified equipment. So there's basically three different grant levels available for heat pumps uh, um, that range between $5,000, $4,000 and $2,500. Um, and so the idea there is that the homeowner would be guided through those equipment lists under those three categories and any heat pump that they would be installing in their home would be part of that equipment list. Okay. Okay. Uh, rule of thumb for insulation. What are, what are we trying to get to on uh, on walls and uh, attics? Um, so those um, requirements are also part of the website. And I think we, d depending on what area of your home, we're looking at different requirements. Um, but I would certainly encourage anyone that's looking at doing those insulation up upgrades to, to follow the advice that's provided on the website. Yeah, yeah. But where where can uh, what's what's the website for that, uh, Ruth? We haven't even yeah. mentioned it yet. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. So um, so if you if you were to Google the Canada Greener Homes Initiative, you will land on Enercan's website, and that's where all the information can be found um, on all the grants that are eligible under this program. Okay, and that's 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 where you'll get the nitty gritty on 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 what the qualifications are, and and it is, you know, there there are there are sort of a lot of different conditions that uh, that you have to you have to look at there. So it's it, it is hard to just say you know flat out we're we're trying to get to this and we're trying to get to that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but you know what, the energy advisor is, is there right. to help as well, and we are here to help. Um, you know, in terms of if people were to reach out to the program, we could certainly help homeowners. Um, work their way through the details of the program as well. We've had a huge, huge amount of interest in this program, and uh, we're receiving lots of inquiries. You know, people trying to just better understand the requirements. So we're always happy to help and happy to reach out to Canadians that are interested in pursuing their uh, their retrofit. 
Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot in there about uh, insulating the basement and uh, and getting some uh, protection uh, under the floor too. I re I remember seeing that in some of the specs. So that's yeah. gonna be a big one. Is uh, is getting those uh, bare concrete walls covered up? Uh, that's gonna be it. That's gonna be important too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and we've also um, thrown in some additional resiliency measures um, that can be in undertaken in conjunction with the energy efficiency upgrades. Because really what we want people to be doing is as they're as they're kind of, you know, adding insulation that they're also thinking about what what type of resiliency uh, measures they can be undertaking at the same time, you know, while they're while they're undertaking those energy efficiency measures. Yeah, because if you if you upgrade uh how long everything lasts and 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 before it breaks down you're sort of reducing waste there and you know I, I it's almost addressing the embodied carbon aspect of it on the other side right so there's exactly. there's a, there's an idea to improve the overall quality and longevity of the house too absolutely yeah okay i get it um now this is backdated to december 1st uh of last year 2020 um how how does that work? I, I assume if th this would be for somebody who did get an Energuide evaluation and 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 was going through those steps already back then, or can you somehow like like if you if you did these renovations back in December, but didn't get an Energuide uh, 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 evaluation ahead of time, is there is there any way to get that grant, or is is that ship sailed? Uh, no, so essentially, you know, the information that we've had on our website since since December has really stipulated that um, the Energuide evaluation or the pre-evaluation is is a requirement for accessing that grant. Mm -hmm. So basically, you're what homeowners would do who have done work on their home and undertaken the 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 post the pre and the post rent, uh, renovation. Um, yeah the post about pre and post evaluation sorry yeah. um since december 1st um so they're they're kind of participating retroactively so they would they would register in the portal the same way anyone would do who's moving forward through the program and they would um submit all the information uh in the portal so they'd register they they provide their personal information the information on their home and then they would also provide um information on their post their pre and their post evaluation and the receipts and then they would just um you know go through the program that way but basically it's the same requirements that that need to be um fulfilled to participate in the program retroactively as someone that would be doing it sort of um moving forward right but there's there's no route there's really no route for somebody who just heard about this program when it was announced in the budget which i i believe was february or something like that right or at least yeah that's the first so yeah, yeah, so so yeah, the program was announced um, as part of the fall economic statement. I think it was on November 30th. So oh, so that's right. when the program yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So the word out was yeah. out there. So so some people yeah. may have been trying to take advantage of this even before the official. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it was um it was announced as part of the fall economic statement. It became retroactive to December 1st. And you know we we had put information on the website indicating that homeowners would have to take the pre and the post of uh, retrofit, um, you know the Energuide evaluation as an access to the grant, and that you know described a bit about the homeowner journey, 
Um, so there's no way to sort of go back and, and provide that grant to homeowners who, who would have done so without the presence of the integrated evaluation. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's just just how it had to work out. Um, okay, so basically, um, is there is there is there documentation? Is there recording of things that um, the contractors and the uh, and the and the window and door installer uh, has to do? Is is there anything at their end that they have to be providing to the program in order to help out with with compliance on this, or is that all through the energy advisor? Or I guess there's things they probably have to provide to the energy advisor. Yeah, the Energy Star specification is regularly updated, um, and only products that meet the current version five uh, specification at the time of the program launch are eligible. So, um, so what is required of the manufacturer is that they they affix the label that's required as part of that Energy Star process to the window, um, and um, so this is basically a temporary label and a, and a permanent mark or label to the product. So the windows must bear the Energy Star label and logo. So if not, the homeowner should question the installer and manufacturer um, and you know stop the work if it's if it's not part of the part of what's included mm -hmm. on the windows. So um, because basically the, the temporary label includes a unique model code or an Intercan reference number that may be checked for eligibility on the Intercan website. So after installation, the temporary labels may, may be peeled off to become part of the documentation package. So essentially, you know, the, the role of the product supplier there is, is to ensure that the evidence that the homeowner needs um, to comply with the program is, is part of that. So another thing that the energy advisor will do when they come back to undertake that post-retrofit evaluation is to ensure that, that those labels are on the windows as an example, to confirm that they are you know, part of what's eligible equipment under the program. Okay. I was thinking that some of the other programs uh, uh, that have happened in the past uh, uh, you know, required uh, the installer to do things like take before and after pictures uh, and yep. things like that, but I guess that's all sort of covered by the evaluate the energy. Yeah, yeah. So the integrated evaluator will take before and after pictures. That's a really good point. So it's not up to the installer to do that. It's actually up, up to the energy advisor. Yeah. But the the installer's role is really just to ensure that the proper um, markings and that the proper labels are included on windows. And as an example, so that you know everyone involved in the in the process and in the transaction can ensure that it's it's the, the equipment that's meant to be um, meant to be on the equipment list that is actually the equipment that's installed in the home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, so from the from the from the contractor standpoint, it's 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 really as easy as making sure you're providing what what the the, the energy advisor has has asked for. And and so as long as you as long as you know that's what yeah. you're as long as you know that's yeah. what you're giving, you're 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 basically out of that uh, out of out of danger there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think as long as the equipment that's being installed in the home, as an example, is included on those equipment lists that are provided on our website, that you know, that's that's the biggest that's the biggest role for the installer. Yeah. Okay. Just cool. Sure that that equipment is part of that list. So tick the boxes, folks, and uh, you should be <laughs> your your client should be happy <laughs> at the end of the, at the end of the day. Um, so you mentioned that uh, you mentioned seven hundred thousand. Uh, uh, Seven hundred thousand projects can be can be funded. Uh, that sounds like a that sounds like a lot, but I, I do, do you anticipate that that 
sort of covers the demand that's out there? Like, is that, is that, is that going to be, is that going to, like, is it going to be job done once we're done that? Uh, I think it's going to get us part of the way there. Um, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's been a lot of interest in this program so far. I think, you know, 700,000 registrants is sort of what we've been given funding to provide under this program. Um, but I think, you know, there's certainly lots of reports out there that demonstrate that there's, there's a lot more to be done. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's a really good start and it's a really good way to ensure that we can educate the, those 700,000 homeowners in terms of how they can really improve the energy efficiency of their homes. So it's, it's certainly going to get us part of the way there, but not all the way there in terms of where we want to get um, as we head towards net zero. Yeah, so there is some, there is some urgency out there. I mean, on 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 the part of you know, if you want your clients to be able to take uh, uh, take advantage of this, um, you know, they can't wait. Uh, you know, because when when the when the seven hundred thousand ticks over, you don't know what's going to be in the next budget. So uh, so that that as far as we know, that's going to be that. Right. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. kind of a first come first serve rush sale on this one, right? Yeah. So, so the best the best advice we provide is really you know, for homeowners to get registered with the program and that kind of secures um, the spot in the program and then homeowners have up to six years. Um, you know, the program is a seven year program, um, but it, it basically runs until March 31st, 2028. So homeowners don't have sort of a, a limit on the time, um, but we do encourage homeowners to kind of take action as soon as possible, um, you know, to ensure that we can get those GHG reductions as soon as possible. Um, so really the key here is, is register with the program so you can get your spot within it. Awesome. Ruth, this has been a great overview. Uh, anything we've missed, uh, any, anything else we should be, uh, we should be emphasizing uh, about the program? Nope. I think we've covered a lot of the bases. Um, I just want to say, you know, we're super excited to work with, um, to work with all the product suppliers across the country to make this, mm -hmm. this program a great success. I think there's a lot of different ambassadors that we have working for us out in the field, certainly the energy advisors, but also, you know, the, uh, the contractors and, and the manufacturers um, that are also part of this process, uh, part of the homeowner journey are certainly key to making it a great success as well. So, so happy to do this and, and happy to be talking to you today. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great way to approach it. I've been, uh, I've been telling everybody for, uh, for years now that, uh, you know these uh, these green energy efficiency initiatives are 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 coming and are and are going to be a, frankly a great business opportunity for everybody. So now now's the time to go out there, I think, and get familiar with your uh, your energy efficient products, your energy efficiency suppliers, uh, and uh, and let your let your clients know, let your customers know. Put it in your sales. Put it in your marketing. You know, you've got an opportunity here to uh, to 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 really sell sell some good stuff, frankly, uh, and uh, and to uh, you know give your homeowners a nice bonus too because they're getting some money back. So uh, I, I think the uh, I think that greener homes initiative should uh, should drive some should drive some good action for uh, for all of us and uh, and some of us need it. 
<laughs> now, now the question is just if we can get all the stuff we need because uh, because of the supply chain coming out of COVID. But that's another that's another issue. <laughs> so, another podcast altogether. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like you say, they've got they can re- they they can register and they've got six years to actually get the work done. So that I mean that was that's that's been part of the issue with some of the prior programs has been you know well there was this cutoff date and could you get the work done in time? So uh, you know now as long as we get the ball rolling, you've 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 got a chance to to really have your customers benefit from it. Ruth, great information. Thank you so much for joining me and, and taking time out. Um, best of luck with the program. And uh, I hope uh, I hope we can talk again to update how things are going maybe a, a little ways into it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Patrick, for having me. Thanks for listening to The Hammer. You can find episodes online at CanadianContractor.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. The Hammer is presented by Canadian Contractor Magazine.